everybody, welcome to Optional Opinion here on the Anonymous Radio Network. I'm your host, ADV. Thank you guys for tuning in. Got a great show for you. Today's topic, do video games make us failures? Like, do they make us feel like outcasts? Um, do people give a, have a right to stereotype us or, or things like that? Um, I know it's been a while since I have done a regular show, but I kind of want to thank all my guests who have been on here um discussing things about me once again thank you todd Oxtra, and um thank you uh, ray azario uh, for talking to me about the nintendo switch uh release uh just want to get that out there um and everybody hopefully everybody heard some new music um i kind of switched up the another title track um i know uh for this season um but I, I just heard this track and I was just like, oh, this is so fitting. So uh, that would be the new music to the show. Um, but hopefully everybody's having a great week, having a great weekend. And I'm going to dive right into the topic. So the first part that I want to ask is, um, why do video games fascinate us? Um, for Definitely for a lot of us, the interactivity and the method of storytelling. Um, we get a lot of things out of video games. Uh, when we're playing with the narrative, where we're invested with these characters and the journey that they're on. It's, it kind of feels at sometimes personal to us because for a lot of people who play video games, uh, whether it's through hype or whether it's just to keep up with the current trend of other gamers and stuff like that, there's always something about a story that draws us. And uh, if you look at games that are in the blind forest, how the trailer was talking about uh, the beginning part of its narrative and how it plays on the emotions. And be, regardless of it looked pretty or not, um, that's up to, you know, your personal life for art. Um, the way that it was showcased was very moving and touching. And for a lot of us, we don't really get that. We think that video games, for us, for some people on the outside, think it's kind of like shooty, shooty, bang, bang, violence and murder. And it's not always that. Um, there's sometimes we just want more uh, from video games. And the stories that are in these games are sometimes good to talk about, um, whether it's podcasting, whether it's blogging. Uh, whether it's talking around among uh, among other friends, you know, the method of it, sometimes it could feel like a movie because the choreographed cutscenes are good. But, you know, being able to be in this fictional world where we're allowed to be in reality and do things that we know that we can't do in the real world. Now, it, it fascinates us because we sometimes think that other people, unless us outside of gamers, won't understand us. But sometimes it really is uh, fascinating where we're able to explain what a game is about and why we love it. And I don't really think it makes us look look as fail, uh, make us look like failures. But some people think it does. Um, with some video games, they give us goals that could be achieved and experienced. Um, if you, uh, you know, some people who are on the outside looking in won't understand why we are so knowledgeable and why we care about this medium or for some people, a hobby, other people are actually a job. Um, you know, sometimes video games have a goal to for us to achieve, you know, we want to beat the game, we want to conquer it, but sometimes it's, it's about hearing different music or seeing different art styles being able to talk to among other people to be like, you know, 
if you're if you're playing a depressing game or something like that, or if you're playing something like Animal Crossing, um, you know, with your kids and stuff, getting other people involved. There, it really, sometimes video games speak to us, and sometimes the goal of it that we achieve and that we're going to experience is sometimes having the fun. And being able to have a dialogue about it and talk about the memories and the moments when we're playing with other people from around the world. Um, Sometimes they're just cool combos that we love to learn and do and show other people to be like, how is that even achievable? I can't get up to that level of skill. But sometimes you can. And that's what completely to me personally, like really fascinates me. Like you, there's just something about it that when you look at uh when you look at a video game or even play it uh and i kind of talked about this um when i talked about luigi's mansion um the arcade game that capcom and nintendo did uh the goal of it of course is to get as far as you can mostly that's with your quarters or tokens depending on what arcade or even you know if it's free play how far you're going to get before you get bored or anything and the goal of it of that game was really kind of bonding families and other friends and just having a blast and enjoy it. You know, sometimes that is Nintendo's logic. It's just like it's all about fun. It's not sometimes about a big explosion or a very big narrative. Sometimes just be like, you know what, we gave you guys some platform games or something to create and we just want you guys to have fun and experience and hear the mu- hear, hear the music and stuff. And talking among your being friends. And sometimes games like that uh, who have a g- bigger goal and achievement uh, for his experience. It's just sometimes just to make you smile. And that's what a lot of video games do to us. Just like movies, TVs, books, art, um, and, you know, encountering other humans to learn about their life and skills and things like that that's outside video games. It Sometimes there's a goal of having some kind of connection and being expired or just be like, wow, I can't believe you went through that or I can't believe you know how to make this. Uh, can you help me with this? You know, there, sometimes video games help, help uh, video games help us like that and other times you know some for some people it's trying to stay at the top trying to prove that you are so skilled at video games that nobody could touch you and for some people that's the goal that they um sometimes set for themselves and video games give them the opportunity to do that um it speaks to us that uh books and movies cannot do now i know i'm just saying that it, it you know on a different level that these books in uh in media they could do for us when we're talking outside of it but video games uh do just more than that because of the interactivity the way that we control our character the way we implement our morals when we're making choices like do we want to steal a chest do we want a kid to die um do we you know think about ourselves and be evil and stuff you know sometimes you can't do that in movies and you can't do that in books um you know, because everything's already written and planned out. So you really don't have no choice. Where in video games, even if you took at books of what about, well, choose your own venture. Can't you do that? That still is laid out. If you play a video game for the first time and you make a choice, sometimes you won't know what that second option will lead to, will conclude to. So you have to replay it. Um, for some people with some books, you can reread uh, some of the Choose Your Own Adventures. But to really look at it, I'm just like, 
even if you make a certain choice in that book, it might come to a quick conclusion where now you have to go back and see what the other choice is before you go forward. Where video games is that you make a choice um, and sometimes it'll autosave after the game. You have to deal with the choice that you made. So it speaks to us on on do we does a video game help us change our morals? Uh, does it help us realize who we really are? Sometimes video games can do that to be like I I really want to hurt a child. I really want to cause destruction because in the real world I'm not able to do that. And and sorry to say it, I know people are gonna be like, oh, he's talking about hurting kids and stuff, or just even hurting other people and stuff. Like you, with some video games, you having that option to choose to do that. Um, it kind of fascinates us. We we get involved. We put ourselves into that character, and we be like, what would I do if this was me in this situation? Do I a let it go or b actually do something or c sit back and you know kind of uh you know hit at stuff to make an action go but not actually taking part of it you know stuff like that um and it, it kind of happens uh, and i'm glad that video games really do do that really give us the option to do that um it's, and like i said it's another way to have fun and be expressive um whether we're playing minecraft uh super mario maker uh mario paint the art games for the 3ds whether it's dance central or you know just anything even definitely at the arcades when we're playing with uh different characters doing combos and stuff it's it's always fun and expressive you know sometimes we want to show how cool we are in the hardest contra game that me and my friend we could blow through this because we played it so many you know sometimes showing off our our um watching twitch and interacting with um other viewers and stuff like that answering questions and stuff it is having a community that you know we want to show you guys what this game can be about and how it expresses itself and the fun that we all can have um now it concerts some people all around the world uh and concert people are here in the united states and definitely my co-host for world one one uh adrian nieto and larry giver they're in different states and true the andrea said uh adrian is in canada uh uh um tony uh a, another contributor and a podcaster with me one of our co-hosts um he's in california just like anthony can too he's in california um uh, you know uh josh bryant um todd oxtra ray zario amanda knox uh fuet um those uh, amanda fuet are in canada uh you know todd's in minnesota josh i think is also in minnesota uh um you know Kyle Way and Corey and just it's just every other people like Matthew Kill and stuff and more gamers and stuff even in my community John O'Hagan my boss Justin Villarreal um and other people that I interact with when I talk about games it, it, I mean it's very fun that we get to talk to them and express ourselves on how happy we like a game or say how sad we like a game if we disagree or we do agree um you know it's very open up and very in um no open-minded and open-ended but you know if we're getting fun out of these games um 
that's kind of one of the biggest goals to us is having fun and being able to speak about being able to podcast with other people around the around the country around the world um and really enjoy the company and enjoy the discussion because definitely when I talk to other people and whether we agree or disagree, I get happy that I'm able to even talk to you about a video game. Back in the days, we really couldn't do that. We didn't have that connectivity. We only could probably talk about two people if we're on the phone or they were inside the home with us or we was at their house or even maybe sometimes at the school and stuff um, or even writing letters to EGM or GamePro and stuff like that and hope that your um, that your letter got took <laughs> and, and express your you know being expressed to them being able to give your opinion stuff like that and that's kind of what fascinates us uh, for video games um it, i definitely it continues to fascinate me i continue to play video games i love podcasting i've always loved writing about them i love drawing i love reading uh, other people's work and stuff like that um and it continues to fascinate me but I feel like for some people who don't pay attention to this stuff, they're not fascinated and they think that um, it's really bad. Uh, so when I come back, they're going. Be, I'm going to be talking about creating an anti-social behavior and dealing with stereotypes. And I will be right back. So, creating an anti-social behavior and dealing with stereotypes. Um, some people believe that uh, when you're playing a video game uh, and you'll be seen as a failure or a loser, it's being anti-social. So, like, if you play, you only ju just stuck in your room or wherever, and all you care about more is video games than interacting at the outside world. And some people think believe that's dangerous because you don't get... Um, the human connectivity with other people in the real world. Um, so they think that with video games, you have this uh, social behavior that, you know, you don't want to talk to other people because it makes you feel this way or you get nervous and th you get scared and stuff like that. Um, and dealing with stereotypes, you know, uh, which I'll get to later in this section. Um, but uh, interacting with a fictional world and with the real world feels safe. Some people believe that um, as a gamer that you're able to act, interact with other custom, uh, the customers. Other people around the world is because, A, you don't have to physically see them or touch them or anything like that. Um, B, all you could do is really hear them or... Um, or play, you know, or, you know, regardless if you're doing Skype or something like that, um, you're interacting 
and interacting through words, like sending messages. Um, the fictional world as in video games itself is that you begin to understand the characters and the character development. And so that relationship is more meaningful and closer to you and it becomes your like almost your, like your favorite thing compared to you going outside and finding someone like that that you're going to be comfortable with and be and you know be able to understand because sometimes some people are scared and f- they feel shameful they feel nervous and the first thing that comes to their mind uh, or if their mind is telling them that uh, which is their mental state that you're not accepted you're, you're not welcome you're going to continually be judged so why even interact with these people you know of if you get a look or, you know, people don't want to hold your hand or you don't want to do things that you normally are not uh, comfortable doing, um, you kind of get scared. And some people feel like video games give you that space. But if you're on the outside looking at this, you you get worried about why, you know, how are you able to function in a society um but not be able to function. Uh, I mean, how are you able to function in a, in a video game, but not able to function in the real world? Like, why would you not want to interact with other people in the real life? Like, go to conventions, going to meetups and stuff like that. Um, is it because that, like I said earlier, judging you? Or is it because that um, you're worried that you won't fit in? And for some people, they see it like that. I've, I've, I've know as a kid that um, I've never fit in in a lot of stuff. Didn't have my own friends until like I actually moved out of area and to the place that I am now. You know, talking uh, with some of my uh, grown up friends now. Um, but when I was younger, I kind of had two best friends. And still to this very day, they're still my two best friends. Like they're my brothers. But I should say three. Um, and there's been some other friends who have come and gone and stuff like that. But we connected through video games, but we also were able to go out and play basketball. We were able to go to the mall and play arcade game and stuff like that. And I've never experienced anything like that uh, because the friends that I had when I was in my old place uh, were really my brother's friends <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and because of the way that I personally looked and felt as a kid, you know, myself, this thing was kind of, uh, not damaged, but was very shy and a little bit hurtful. But when it came to talking about video games or reading my EGM, you know, I felt, uh, I felt another uh, way, um, and with that world and stuff. And, it took me a while to grow up <laughs> and kind of, you know, accept myself and things like that. Um, but I felt like I, because I'm in a video game, I was just being accepted with that and I felt comfortable. Um, the anxiety with other humans who won't understand, you know, some people have to deal with, I can't over, I can't act out and I can't run and scream and stuff because people might think I'm crazy because there are some people who are, who want to do a lot of major things, who want to get the word out and get fans and talk with other people. But getting up in a podium and speaking to other people, some people are fearful for that um, because they sometimes get tongue-tied. They don't have the experience. And when that anxiety builds up, they get sick to themselves. And, you know, 
this kind of goes into the next part a mental state of fear you know that fear creates that anxiety that i i'm not comfortable and that for a lot of people they feel like video games because they make you comfortable because you're playing with them outside of that those video games are holding you back to address your fear address the anxiety um you know you feel comfortable staying in the basement uh then you are you know walking outside driving or going to GameStop and stuff like that um and some people feel nervous even at going to the GameStop or even feeling the bears um i even have kids who look at me who come to my job and they scared to even ask about a video game or about a toy and because they don't probably know what to expect and stuff but they kind of get amazed of the knowledge that i know um and so i hopefully with the knowledge that i know about video games and other things that i'm able to employ to other people you know uh, to show them that you don't have to be scared you don't have to have this anxiety um talk to other people about video games talk to other people about things that really matter just get your out there and get yourself out there and just get comfortable and true okay yes video games are a safety net for some people because they just want to stay inside and don't want to go out but i'm just like sometimes your anxiety and your fear you have to overcome it you have to beat it because there's a lot of things that video games don't offer that you can find out in the real world there's a venture that can inspire you to create a video game or create a story and stuff like that sometimes video games because they're they're they are expressive and they are and i feel like they are art form um people won't be able to understand that art form that you like because you don't put yourself out there you don't let that anxiety and that fear be conquered be you know you can't sometimes let that anxiety and that fear rule you so you know if you even when you're interacting with a fictional character and you're comfortable with that sometimes interacting with a real human is is better because if you're scared to talk to me and i'm okay talking with talking to you as me i have to figure out how do i draw things out of you to make you feel comfortable so if we're ta- if let's say yeah if you bring up yeah i just wish i was at home right now playing bioshock oh do you really like bioshock let's talk about it i'm just like i played that game what you think and if we draw a conversation like that i think sometimes that would make you feel better um and even if uh, I, like hopefully one day it, it would be nice to actually get out there and podcast it to members that i don't know uh to an audience that would be like uh we don't know who you are we don't know your podcast but you know we might as well just sit in and hear what you gotta say you know i would love to be able to do that because i <laughs> in, in the past few years of course i've been expressive vocally through this podcast and do my writings and stuff like that but i would like to be able to speak to crowds and stuff about video games about issues that we have so i kind of got to get out there and you know change not help change the, the dynamic or and things like that to be like you know what this 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 topic these things are really fun and entertaining and it's a list it's not a pleasurable listen to people like that that's what i love that video games could do um and if you have a uh, anti-social behavior and you know you're you're scared 
to even talk to people sometimes, emailing them sometimes, having a Skype conversation, <laughs> like I said earlier, is helpful. But it's it's cool to meet new people. Um, earlier this year, um, I got to meet Larry Giver. Uh, like I said, my co-host for World One One, one of my one of the co-hosts. Um, and I completely had a blast. And this is my first time ever doing something like that, meeting somebody online and only seeing them do video or you know chatting through them with message and actually going to their going to their state and interacting with him and the moment i met him the moment we <laughs> the moment we went out to bleachers and <laughs> i had a peanut butter burger and we just we connected on a whole bunch of stuff talking about Metroid. Listen to the World One One podcast with me and Larry talk about Metroid and uh, just having that experience and being able to be like, I-, I need to come back more and visit more often. It was good to do something like that. You know, I was no one, well, not a lot of people would actually do weird, cra- weird, crazy things, but I did because I'm like, you're more than just a co-host. You know, being you in person and stuff like that really helps it i i really hope one day i can meet adrian or meet tony anthony i want to meet kyle i want to meet um corey i i want to meet amanda fuad um uh the cast of uh simon cake uh george uh um casey and uh and joe uh they all live in chicago they live probably like an hour away from me i would love to meet them and literally nerd out with them, uh, watch a movie with them, podcast with them in person, and just get along with stuff and stuff like that. Because I'm putting myself out there. As a kid, I wouldn't do none of that. Like I, I, it was it, uh, my friends were EGM, the ads that I could draw from, music, uh, writing songs and doing homework and reading books those were mostly the things that mean to me and that that were my friends and stuff like that um judging creates depression and other unknown emotions and reactions so when you start judging people when people on the outside even the media starts judging us and stuff um and this is gonna be soon getting to the dealing with stereotypes um it, it makes us anti-social um, because it just be it makes you feel bad that you're buying a video game, and it makes you look bad the saying that you're a failure and you're a loser because you still play these things that people some people think are just for kids, and sometimes it's not just for kids. You know, um, a lot of people think like there's more important stuff, and there probably are some more important things. But you know, you sometimes might need something very fictional that a movie, like I said earlier, in a book just doesn't give. And but when we're being judged for what we love and what we play, that's that's kind of unfair to us. And we get and for some people they get depressed about that because it feels like whatever they whatever they do they're going to be worried about being judged if they do buy a video game with their own money and they work hard for some people are going to be like oh you bought another video game why are you still playing this you need to get out and do this and And some people just want that other person to be like them so they allow that judgment and the other things 
to affect them you know be like well uh, to be like that person that means i have to sacrifice what i love to do to please them and it shouldn't really be that way um other unknown emotions of uh, being judged is being angry and being hateful and being despised like you, you some people just be like well i'm gonna judge you and some people get angry about them for being judged because they don't think it's um that person don't know anything about video games and uh, are not willing to know anything about video games um and sometimes the judging causes reactions of you blocking people you talking down uh that you want to fight people because you're being judged like there are things about it that are really out of control that some people might seem a little like very uh violent i should say uh so dealing with the stereotypes of course uh the basement why the basement not everybody have a video game room in the basement not some people don't even have a video game system but like if you pick a 3ds up now you, you know or you or you do play your wii and like in your room like now you're a nerd and you you play all your games in the basement like why why go to that stereotype it doesn't benefit nobody it doesn't um produce no kind of good results or anything like that like we're not all basement players that's just not us um disconnected to what is going on in the world then that's really untrue also we are knowing about politics we are knowing about the weather we are knowing about what's going in pop culture and stuff like that there are songs that we hear on the car radio or even uh, uh music that we find on the internet that we actually legally buy and stuff and uh sometimes you know it's video game music that people are doing covers um, just look at the Legend of Zelda uh, Symphony of the Goddess. That's still going on ever since it's been announced, like, I think, what, three or four years ago? And people are still going to it and stuff like that. And even though it's based off a video game, it's us getting out and hearing a beautiful arrangement. Like, you like some classical or some opera stuff don't might not speak to a lot of young people but sometimes the legend of zelda does sometimes undertale speaks to us you know sometimes um the music in destiny or uh, or until dawn like there's just things that kind of speak to us so we're not disconnected from what's going on in the world we know what's going on in the world sometimes we just don't want to overhear it too much we know about politics and stuff like that people continue to say it and sometimes it just gets depressing and it just get um so just down stuff down our throats just like we don't care about that but we know about it um now this one uh, a lot of people say um this is probably like n almost number one or number two uh fat from unhealthy foods and have no goals or priorities N not really about that some people who don't play video games just sometimes have an eating disorder um yes sometimes there are snacks um because it's it's a comfort food or you know it's just something that you could quickly buy because you don't feel like like who's gonna do a five course meal to play mario brothers to do a smash brothers tournament like no one is going to do that you know sometimes some ch you know it's a party environment with some of these things you know i'm fine because with you sir me applesauce and, and orange juice for all i care you know if i'm around everybody and having a good time it doesn't matter if i'm drinking soda or chips and stuff like that or eating pizza you know i do a lot of walking i do a lot of um running around and lifting heavy stuff you know my body is very active so to have that stereotype
it's that when I play a video game that I'm fat and all I do is eat unhealthy foods. It's certainly not true. I, I you know, I can eat a salad and and uh, watch the last of uh, someone play the last of us or, you know, be able to watch Kingsglaive, uh, which I just which I just saw, which I'll talk about in another episode um, later down the line. Um like th- there's people who are fit who are very muscular and like got a really good build who play video games because they go out and take care of their body sometimes you know they worry about the foods that they eat but they are healthy they go out and you know to have that stereotype that video games does that to us not really uh, what if you watch uh we go to a, a wine tasting now does that make you an alcoholic like if you work at a club and serve alcohol, does that make you an alcoholic or addicted to cigarettes? Like, there's other things that that to make a judgment and saying that you're connected to this is 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 completely untrue. Like, if you think that video games makes us do something, when we say something about you and if it has no connection, do we just automatically make that same judgment? And uh, you know, if I play if I play a video game, it doesn't make me fat. Yeah, I might eat a burger or something like that because I'm hungry, but I, that might have been because the last time I ate might have been six or seven hours ago, and I might have been working and stuff. Now that I got home, came time to relax and rest. Maybe I don't feel like cooking. Maybe I just want a quick burger and you know catch up on some games, trying to make some progress and stuff. Heck, what what? Why is it bad that I'm eating a a Big Mac yet I'm playing Phoenix Wright or Animal Crossing, um, for maybe uh half an hour or so? Like, and you know having no goals and priorities, that's not also not true. Sometimes we, a lot of us adults, we have to work to get the things to actually survive, to have a household, to have a car. (laughs) to have clothes and food on our back you know sometimes the video games that we buy are actually a luxury and you know we might have to actually put an extra time at the job to get stuff like that so our goal might be you know to get a playstation well i have to save up for that and you know i might be good at sales and be and be able to save or and even animal crossing so that goal of saving that i do in the fictional world can be the same thing applied into the real world and stuff like that uh, being jobless and have a mother or some parent buy games that's untrue um so there's some people who can't work and that might be due to a disability and you know doing video can video game coverage twitch patreon stuff like that that now might be a helpful stream of income for them and if people are like their parents and stuff are by are are buying of games maybe because that parent still loves their kid and wants their kid to be happy you know it's, it's just something like that um it, it, this is a big one too um and then i'm gonna go into the next section um only for males and women gamers aren't equal or great at, great at games video games are for everybody and if you play a video game you are never going to be considered a failure even though some people might want to consider you a failure I know there there are women gamers uh, out there who love Animal Crossing, but are so good at Halo, that are so good at Mario Brothers. Who Amanda? She's fantastic. She's so knowledgeable about um, Fire Emblem, and I enjoyed every moment that she spoke to me about it because. Uh, you know, it took me a while to actually get into the series, but to hear her 
talk about it and see the passion. She does uh she does beats for video games and other things. So she's very passionate. So, you know, and I think she's a great gamer. She's done stuff in Fire Emblem that blows my mind. And I love that. I love going to the arcade and seeing girl gamers just having fun <laughs> whether they're losing or not. Um it's good doing just dance with my sister or, or seeing my mom play <laughs> the Mario games with my nephew. It's good like that. And my mom at the age that she is you know she's a master at mario she's a master at animal crossing yes she plays these casual nintendo games that some of us might not think of but she's very good at it and my, my, i know my mom playing nintendo games she started all with super mario brothers and that's weird for your mom to do that but there are female gamers and regardless of any age that are getting good there's female great developers and stuff that we look forward to and can't believe that they're making these great games um they just need more recognition and spotlight and i think that that'll become in due time we just need to talk it up and more so when i come back i'm going to be talking about the reputation for wrong messages and with that i'll be right back So the reputation from raw messages, and this is kind of talking about when the media, uh, like Fox News and stuff like that, when they're showing a piece about a gang um, that will get stereotyped, and this makes us look as failures and things like that. Um, M-rated, M-rated gangs makes us killers. Completely untrue. Uh, there are some people who do play, who do take some video games a little bit too serious, but uh if we go look at uh Yin Lee um and his cor- corruption thing you know he's been uh so against in ready games and talking about grand theft auto and things like that and he actually did um a crime like you know and he is he was in the government and when you do something that is worse than what you do in uh or actually do something that can be done in grand theft auto yeah, that's contradictory and actually sarcastic and stuff. That's worse, especially when you've been an advocate for it. Um, if you look at the the uh, one episode, uh, Fox News, uh, talking about the sex spot with the Mass Effect thing, um, and people not you know being completely uninformed, they'd be like, "Well, I'm not letting my young child and my young daughter uh play this game." Well, they shouldn't be playing in Reddit game. That's why. Uh, we have a rating age. Um, if you go on YouTube, the game historian has actually talked about how the ESRB came about. And it's a very good thing to watch. I do uh, advise people to go on YouTube and watch that because uh, it's very detailed uh, how Joy Lieberman and, um, and how all of that came about. Uh, 
the inverted gang stuff, uh, definitely with the Mass Effect thing, it, it, that was kind of weird because you don't really have to do that in the game. It's very optional, and it's up to you if you really want to do it. It's, it's nothing uh, that is required to do. It's just kind of part of the game that's that's an optional quest. Um, it makes us less in- intelligent. No, not really. You got to learn how to read. You kind of got to know how to do math. Um, so playing games like Dragon Quest Seven or Dragon Quest Eight, playing Final Fantasy stuff, like you kind of got to do math um, on how you're going to get all this equipment. You got to be very strate- strategic to survive, to stay alive, so you're not using your items up so uh, items up so much. You know, you got to plan ahead for battles. Yes, you're going to lose some battles. But you can always be start. Like it doesn't make us less intelligent and stuff like that. Sometimes there might be words or characters uh, that we have never come across, and we can learn from them to be like, well, maybe sometimes sometimes this attitude is and characteristics in the real world. So if it's something like that, you're able to handle it. And I, you know, real games teach that. Um, it, it's not always about just being able to say uh oh i play a video game so it's gonna make me dumb no it, it kind of actually does make you intelligent for some people playing mario kart <laughs> helped them with their driving skills um you know learning how to drift and stuff like that and that's kind of cool <laughs> and things like that um makes the sexual predators because i guess the women that uh some companies put into the game are addressed like sexually and uh it makes us want to grope them and stuff like that no no. um there are some there are some males who kind of dress like male characters and you know might be appealing to other other people in the real world like so cosplaying like i don't think it makes us sexual predators like that because you could you don't have to play a video game to be a sexual predator they did a tv show about that so and did that person play any video games that made them a failure to turn them into something like that no not really you know sometimes it's just a mental state of a person um telling the difference between fantasy and reality we could tell the difference between fantasy and reality but because people are saying that you know when a kid plays an n-rated game and makes them a killer and shoot somebody they don't know what the fantasy or reality is now of course we have had school shootings very tragic and stuff like that but we also had shootings at public government buildings and stuff like that um with with people who who mentality is not together um and sometimes it's not always about video games sometimes some people have a a agenda in their mental mind because they're not stable um they got the kid who turned 21 who shot up that church in south carolina did he play video games was it all about call of duty and stuff like that because if it is what do shooting black members at a church have to do with call of duty call of duty deals with terrorist acts um and you being a war hero and trying to save the days like that um church has nothing or religion has nothing to do about that and you know as tragic as that may as that may seem you know what happens when adults do that when you know look at heaven's gate um and even though that was a religious thing that was more of a cult does that have anything to do with 
on video games like that there's just stuff that they think that when kids or younger people do something act out a crime video games are the first one that they go to so um they would use that as the escape you know as the scapegoat and saying you know this is the reputation that you will receive when you play video games that you play in ready games or even just sometimes some people think mario because like peter and stuff think that you're an animal be abuser because you got a tanuki suit on mario like uh, wait no there's no connection this is a tanuki suit is it's just a power up in the video game that's from japan what has to do with animals and stuff I'm not, I don't have a raccoon. Heck, the raccoons that's in our area, we kind of wish to get rid of because they dig in our tracks. They somewhat almost tall, tall as a three-year-old, and <laughs> they are deadly. Like, th- that doesn't make no sense and stuff like that. And I think, like, people like Peter sometimes use video games to get their message across, but they do it to the extreme. And people are fine with that, and I kind of feel that, that that's weird. Um, uninterested in ignoring their relationships. So, of course, people think that, oh, the new Madden game comes out, my girlfriend, I got to ignore my girlfriend because I got to play Madden. No, you can ignore your girl girlfriend or be uninterested for other things. And what about for those who are cheating, who don't play video games? That's worse in a relationship than ignoring the person your significant other um sometimes it's not even a girlfriend it could be your boyfriend or it could be who your partner or whatever and stuff um like you could get you could get caught up into a whole bunch of other stuff or conspiracy theories or government stuff like you could put a whole bunch of stuff before your relationship but they think that because you play madden which uh, like if you look at the sales at madden and the people who play in that madden they're they're not in, in ignoring the girlfriend or the wife or the husband or stuff like that. It's just like, oh, it's a new game mess out. So I'm going to go get it and I'm going to play. Sometimes when I get games and stuff, I don't ignore my friends. I'll just be like, okay, you guys are hanging out. Uh, what time? And I w- before I play my game, I'll go hang out with them because I know my game is already going to be here. I could come back and install it and play anytime that I want. Heck, so, heck I, when I got, uh, downloaded the Mass Effect trilogy for my PlayStation 3, it took six to eight hours to download. Guess what? I went out the Fridays with my friends and had a and had a ball and stuff like that. I didn't ignore their fr- our our relation our friendship and stuff like that or anything. I wasn't interested, you know. I go in there and sometimes we don't talk about video games. We just talk about really crazy things and try to catch up and stuff. So I don't think that you know uh, when you play in video games. Uh, you always going to be considered as a failure. I don't think that M-rated games are going to make you a killer. I don't think that video games make you less intelligent. Um, from the outside, people might think so. But sometimes from the outside, people will ask you, well, what game should I get my kid? Or what game you think would be suitable for me to play? And if the reputation from playing video games was supposed to bring us wrong messages, why are you seeking or why are other people seeking information from you? to give to them to find a gift to um to have something to play um stuff like that you know and a lot of people be like well don't play video games if you think it is play a board game well you gotta have a lot of people around to play a board game well 
if you so against video games, board games or a book or a movie are you're going to be your only options. You know, you're going to kind of wonder why that kids or even adults are like really still into buying video games and stuff like that. That, you know, um, but having this wrong message and this wrong reputation and stuff, I think a lot of people just get confused that um, when you do these things, when you get into the into video games, that it's not all about that. Um, in which I uh I'll be talking in the last section that, uh about um if this things did make us a failure, will we continue to invest in them? Um, but I would like to say this is that um, you know the reputation for playing video games and stuff like that. A lot of people don't see how we fit and uh, was very helpful to some people that they lost a lot of weight. How Dance Central or Just Dance or Dance Dance Revolution. And like I said, I would get more into that in the next session. So with that, I will be right back. If it did make us failures, would we continue to invest in them? Um, honestly, yes, we would. Because if we know about the video games and we are paying them and getting invested to them, um, regardless if they made us seem as killers or stuff like that or whatever reputation and wrong message or, or whatever stereotype that we are going to be deemed as, we would still play them because they bring a sort of enjoyment and excitement and fun to us. Um, we won't see what makes us fair about them, but the outside will. And for some of us, we really don't care how you view us. If we're paying, if we're paying for the products that we love, um, to buy and support from these companies, that's on us. And if you see that, uh, see that as us being as failures, then I guess we'll just continue to fail. But I know for a lot of people, it's just like we are still out there you know interacting with the community interacting with other humans and stuff like that helping people find video games and being knowledgeable and stuff like that you know there's just things that other people who don't have no who are not educated and that we're able to help um video games is just part of our livelihood you know you know sometimes if you stick with video games and you can always take a break and return to it or start you know a library and stuff and figure out which games to go to or what's going to be your taste you can always do that but for a lot of us it's just been as a kid we've just been playing it um it allows us to be expressive creative um doing covers for music um drawing characters um and 
depending on how you look at it, sometimes we can take an innocent character and just make it all kinds of wrong. Um, you know, make it sexy or stuff like that. Make it, you know, unsuitable for kids and other minors and um, engage in activity that we might deem uh, not satisfactory or, uh, well, I shouldn't say satisfactory, um, that we might not think as uh, suitable but um, we have that right. And sometimes that takes good detail, you know, teach us about coloring and stuff like that. Um, Minecraft and Super Mario Maker, like I said, can help us be designers and stuff like that. Um, you know, definitely for me, it allows me to write and get out thoughts and stuff and do streaming it, uh, you know, before I even got to optional opinion. Um, you know, I was just writing my thoughts about video games and stuff and talking to other people and reading EGM. And then, uh, before I got to like you doing a video version of optional opinion, even doing this podcast, you know, optional opinion started as just blogs on, uh, one up network. And, um, I moved it to, uh, some other sites and stuff like that. Uh, but I was still able to talk about what I love and bring topics that, um, most women tell and optional opinion didn't even start as features or anything like that. It actually just was just like, I have a topic that I want to talk about and it should be one topic and it just called it optional opinion and gave my opinions and gave my options to it and stuff. And look at where is that now. Um, you know, I got some people who do listen to it. Some people who do talk to me about that, who be like, oh, this is the thing you're going to be on talking about. I want to be on it. And that's cool to me. I love that. And, you know, if it wasn't because of it, if it wasn't for video games, I wouldn't have this platform and anything to talk about. Um, it allows me to be good at writing and art. Like I said, optional opinion stuff. Um, I'm not the greatest artist, but I love drawing it. Uh, as a kid, you know, seeing video game ass and box artist stuff, that inspired me to want to draw and get to that level of technique. And I wish I was able to, but unfortunately, I'm not. But I see other people who are very good at it, and I respect their talent and i like i tell them like when they do it and i see it i get happy and just and just be like that's amazing um that's awesome you know sometimes uh i see somebody some people are and just be like it's breathtaking i love that um um motivated me to write about them and even podcast about them like well just mention that uh it gave me music that i can admire and show to others that it touches more than the soul but influence in pop culture yes um uh that's how video games are. Like, if you look at it, um, Secret of Mana role playing games, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, Streets of Rage 2 got a techno beat. You wouldn't hear that in video games nowadays and stuff like that. Um, you know, grand orchestras and stuff like that. You know, 8 bit music. Like, all of these things that we hear, we're allowed to create and express ourselves. We still got cover bands of doing people doing Mario games, jazz versions, techno beats, you know, uh, people rapping, even rapping about it and uh, stuff and using this beats and things like that. That's kind of what uh, we will continue to invest in them. Even though people might think that we're not culturally accepted in this music, like we're not classy or we don't like the pop culture music of today or even, um, you know, other styles and other genres. No, some of that stuff is implemented in video games and sometimes we seek out more. We love grand scale music. If we can hear a great uh, arrangement, bam, we're all for it. 
um uh, like I said earlier, um, it helped me with my self-esteem and made me knowledgeable. Um, so if I was going to be considered as a failure or people see me as a failure, then, then you know, I say to them that a hey, video games help my self-esteem. Um, you know, it helped me to be accepted by stuff and other people because I'm able to talk to them about it and be social. Um, it made me very knowledgeable with my skills that, you know, playing Mario Brothers helped me with so many other things and genres um, and different platforms. And still to this very day, I, like uh, John O'Hagan, a uh, great friend of mine, uh, he knows how much I love Nintendo. And still to this very day, I love Nintendo through the, through the, uh, brain the storm do the sunshine do the hurt the pain whatever nintendo continues to surprise me and give me great quality and i kind of run around and go google gaga for them and stuff like that and continue to support them because i know back in the day as a kid it helped me understand video games and gave me skills to like i said be playing able to, uh, to be able to play the games from playstation third party from microsoft um like even playing stuff like titanfall 2 like super mario of course and prince of persia and vanquish and stuff like that i can see that stuff in titanfall 2 um but like mario stuff it helped me with jump like with jumping and knowing that um knowing where you land is very important and how to defeat enemies um quickly but effectively like mario did that for me and being able to laugh with my friends and stuff or help them find secret areas and playing like the legend of zelda stuff like all of that stuff helped myself to seem um want to be adventurous and stuff like that um being knowledgeable to be able to work at a job that when people need help with video games or have questions and might think it's a little bit too much i'm able to break it down to them and help them understand so those customers would continue to come back to our store and purchase more product from us uh because of me being knowledgeable uh creating not only optional opinion but connect to other friends and family and gamers around the world uh, like i said earlier like uh kyle um uh, ray um uh, lee rebecca um adrian larry tony anthony philip uh just a hope Corey, uh just everybody that i encountered tony josh <laughs> uh kyle deuce and johnny Womack from happy hour with johnny deuce uh simon's cake uh their crew just being able to talk to them like it not only was optional opinion created from video games but it uh, exposed me to other podcasts and stuff and seeing that they got the guys that i listened to and talked to are like kind of on the same level as me that we just love this and we have a passion for this and i continue to be happy that video games were able to do do this and i continue to invest in them probably until the day i die and stuff because they just give me things and give me a world and escapism and it's completely just fun and sometimes it surprises me and changes my perception and that's what i like when when i don't ha- when when it changes my perception uh perception and it surpasses my expectations or it really took my expectations and threw it in the trash and to be like we gave you something that you never thought of i love that and if if it makes me feel like a failure or people make you makes you think that you're a favorite uh, a feel a failure sorry about that um it really doesn't sometimes some people realize that you can find a video game that 
people other people want and would spend money on it so you could get, kind of get rich out of it and stuff like that so when i come back uh i'm going to add go into the last session and ask to have video games haven't failed us yet and with that i'll be right back yet well not really i think video games um have increased in, in acceptance and popularity um if you look at handhelds mobile and even the wii it has introduced casuals and the unknown to the industry um games like we fit and we we uh we fit you pokemon go and more games and apps have been helping people get fit and actually made them want to play more games and seek stuff out like this. Um, more people who like to dance have played games like Dance Dance Revolution, Just Dance, Michael Jackson Experience, and Dance Central. Um, Minecraft and Super Mario Maker have given us to create and share our work, which can inspire us to be contractors and level designers. Um, it has introduced new narratives to outsiders who think that we're failures or could become one. And uh, for a real reason a lot for us a uh, video games haven't filled us yet because it continues to bond us with anyone if the chance is given um and so there's a lot of things that video games have done for us it doesn't make us failures um uh, it might like i said some people might still view it as a bad thing for kids and even adults and um some people might feel like that it's going to ruin relationships and stuff and it really isn't sometimes if you just sit down and play with another person or talk to them about it you know you might find some fun with it um and if you get into it doesn't make you a fail that doesn't make you a failure neither it just makes you more experienced to things that this world has to offer um and with that, everybody, I'm going to play one more music break before I get into the plugs. But, um, yeah, um, that's what I, f I feel like. I don't think real games makes us failures. Um, some people might ask, why do we still continue to play them? Um, like I said, it, it continues to bond us when we get a chance. And there's just so much that we get out of it. So with that, everybody, I will be right back with the uh with some plugs and then i will be out of your hair for you guys to have a great weekend and to have um a great week um, or whenever you listen to this so with that everybody i i i am <laughs> just trying to do something real quick um and with that everybody uh i will be right back <laughs> Thank you. 
So let me do some plugs for some people. Um, normally it's that time that it's just a long list of stuff. Uh, but these these people, like I said, I'm I'm so grateful that they have me on their shows that I'm able to listen to their content and things like that. Um, but I got to start with my own show, which is Optional Opinion, of course. Um, you can find it at the Anomalous Radio Network.Podbean.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. You guys can email the show at myout2comment at yahoo.com. You can follow me on Twitter at ThatBretcherCode, and you can check out my Twitch, uh, Twitch stream, The Lyrical One, uh, where I do Let's Learn. Um, I do have to get back into that. Uh, I'm sorry that I haven't been uh, streaming as much, but I will be getting back into that so you guys could uh, enjoy the series. Um, I'm doing 40 Days of Destiny, so I can't wait to be able to stream about that and hopefully you guys review and talk to me about that. Um, the Lyrical One on Twitch TV. Um, my other podcast that I do, The Deluded Geeks, uh, which you can find at the Nominous Radio Network.Powerbin.com, uh, and also find us and like us on Facebook. Um, the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce podcast, they're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, um, and other podcast apps. Um, like their Facebook page and follow them on Twitter at HH Podcast Show, uh, and subscribe to them on YouTube also. Simon's Kate podcast at simonkate.wordpress.com where you can hear the podcast, which is also on iTunes. Um, like their Facebook page and follow them on Twitter at Simon's, Simon's Cake uh, and subscribe to them on YouTube also. Um, you can watch their list plays. Um, Digital Nerd Advocates Network, you can check it out at dnanetwork.net. They got a new website and everything, um, so they have made a return. And you can see and hear many of their podcasts like DNA Power Block, DNA Rose Gone Wild, DNA Podcast, and more. Uh, you can hear more on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, um, and like us on Facebook and follow on Twitter at the DNA Network and subscribe on YouTube. I am part of the DNA Network. I do uh, some blogs for them. So do check it out, some of my writings, some of Corey's writings, uh, and things like that. Um, and we also, which I'll get to the uh, end, are um, with Team Nerd also. Um, and we'll talk a little about that later. Uh, NVC Video Game Book Club. Uh, come and join us on Facebook and join in the discussion. Check out our past discussions on YouTube. You can check out Bohawks uh, or Bohox, um, B-O-J-O-X-Z. Um, Secret Friends United. Uh, or Secret Friends Unite, I'm sorry. Uh, you can check out their podcast on Podomatic, uh, iTunes, and Stitcher. Like their Facebook page and follow them on Twitter at Secret Friends U. And subscribe to their YouTube page, Secret Friends United. Um, this next one uh, is a long one. And they're actually doing uh, Extra Life uh, this uh, weekend. So let me break it down to you guys. Uh, check out Phoenix Overdrive's content via YouTube at YouTube.com slash Phoenix Overdrive. Subscribe to their uh, to their feed via SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash Phoenix Overdrive. Or find them on, YouTube, on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music by searching for Nerd Overdrive. Uh, join their discussion on via Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Phoenix Overdrive Nation or tweet at them at f- uh, PHX underscore O-V-E-R-D-R-I-V-E uh, PHX underscore Overdrive uh, tweet their official and tweet, you know, tweet at them. Um, podcast, uh, um, podcast at nerd underscore Overdrive um, for their 
for the extra life efforts, check us out at facebook.com slash phoenix overdrive or check out our extra life team page at extralife.org slash team slash phoenix overdrive 16. And that's always rise above. Um, that twitch.tv slash phx underscore overdrive for the t- uh, Twitch stream. They will be doing uh, extra life. So um, check out their Facebook page, Phoenix Overdrive, and to get more uh, more information about that. And uh, Life of Gaming, they are back. Josh and the crew are so happy. They uh, are back doing new episodes. Um, got a new co-host. So it's really good to see them guys back on track and bringing us uh, great feedback and content and stuff. Uh, you can find them on their website, lifeofgaming.net, where you can check out their podcast there and on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, follow them on Twitter at Life of Gaming Pod and subscribe to them on YouTube, Life of Gaming. Um, PlayStation Enthusiast is Josh Brandt and his crew. Uh, check out their website at PlayStationEnthusiast.com and on YouTube at PlayStation Enthusiast. And follow them on Twitter at P-S-E-N-T-H-U-S-I-S-T. So P-S Enthusiast. Um, like I said, you can email my show and everything. I also do uh, blogs for optional opinion on IGN.com uh, under anime, E-N-I-M-E. Um, you can find my other series also, The Moment at SkirmishForce.com, S-K-I-R-M-I-S-H-F-R-O-G-S.com, where I do The Moment, where I, I talk about retro games and how they connect to my personal life. Um, I've been doing some blogs for uh, IGN.com, uh, like The Beauty of Video Games. You guys can check that out and also hear some of the podcasts also. Um, you, like I said, you can see me on Twitch and subscribe at the Lyrical One and watch my Let's Learn series. Um, like I said, uh, also check out my amazing friend Adam McGill. Uh, his Twitch, his Twitch channel at Twitch.tv/slash Fallen Little Angel and see him rock out some great games. You can, you can subscribe there and follow him at Twitter at f underscore little underscore angel and subscribe to him on YouTube at Fallen Little Angel. Uh, check out my other friend, uh, my other talented friend, Amanda, and her exceptional beta video game work at don'ttripperler.tumblr.com. That's D-O-N-T-T-R-I-P-P-E, uh, D-O-N-T-T-R-I-P-P-E-R-L-E-R.tumblr, T-U-M-B-L-R.com, and purchase some of um, them at Etsy.com slash C-A slash shop slash don't trip perler beats uh, you can follow her on twitter at wudoku to learn more that's r-u-d-d-o-k-u uh, also check out my outstanding friend Fue on youtube at henshin uh henshin agogo and subscribe and follow him on twitter at henshin nogo um I'm also part of Team Nerd. That's Kyle Waits' um, page and channel. That's his network. Um, I help him do reviews and help him do uh, podcasts connected. Um, so thank you again, Kyle. Uh, you can find us on YouTube at Team Nerd, T-E-A-M, uh, capital N, the, le- the number three, R-D. Uh, come join our Facebook page and uh, interact with us. Uh, Kyle does a lot of great videos, his uh, Twitch plays, his uh, nerd vlogs, um, our, some of our reviews. Like, I got Record up there, and I'm going to be soon having another uh, game up there soon. Um so do come check us out. Everybody is doing fantastic, having a, uh, a a lot of content, and I'm so so happy. 
Um, but that's it for the show, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for the feedback, for the love. I know it's been a while that I have done a new episode that's just by myself. But I am back. I'm so happy. Um, and I hope everybody is having a great week. Have a great weekend. Or if you're going into the week, have a great week. Um, you know, play video games. Enjoy the things that you love. Continue to write. And always remember that you are not a failure because you play video games. You are an amazing person. Person. Uh, hopefully one day we can meet in person hopefully we can continue to interact on facebook um or twitter or anything hopefully you guys read my stuff and leave comments and everything because i really do enjoy uh this um world one one podcast i didn't add that I'm, i completely forgot um world one podcast that i host uh with uh adrian nieto tony zillacakis and larry giver uh, you can find that on soundcloud itunes google play and archive.org can join us on facebook at world one one podcast and um talk to us we would love to hear questions and stuff like that i want to get out that way because for some reason it's not on my it must have somehow messed up and disappeared um but you know i enjoy um podcasting with those guys getting episodes uh larry does a lot of work with the editing with the titles and with the music so i do appreciate that but we all have a good conversation and we love for those who hear it and uh respond back to us um and you can e also email that show at world one one podcast at gmail.com uh, and with that everybody i'm going to play the final track that's just ending um uh, to let you guys know uh, the music that I did play uh, for, um, for uh, one second, can I see? There we go. The, um, that I played for this episode. Um, the intro music now is Prayer by Nujabez, um, Double Dragon 3, The Sacred Stone, uh, the music from Mission uh, 1 Part 2, uh, Level 5 of Barbie and the Twelve Dancing Princess for the Game Boy Advance, um, Gears of War 2, uh, Rolling Thunder, Ratchet and Clank 2, Going Commando, uh, Mokhtar Nabella, Jam Ari, uh, Toe Jam and Earl, uh, uh, Rap Master Rocket, uh, Rocket Racket. And this last track is coming from um, Aria of the Lounge. Uh, it's a Pornos Persona Chill Out remix. Um, the maker and the creator, you can find this page, the Zildia, D-A-Z-I-D-I-A on YouTube. Um, very, very nice chill track that I'm going to leave you guys with. So whether you're driving or you listen to this while you're working, hopefully these uh, tracks are cool and you guys enjoy them and stuff like that. And with that, everybody, I am out. Peace.